You see a new face on social media. You momentarily stop the scroll. In that second, you decide whether you're going to read more or scroll past. That is why your bio is so important. If you're guilty of neglecting your bio and need some tips, then today's episode is for you. Cracking Copy is a marketing and copywriting podcast where we lift the lid on writing for business and read between the lines of effective copy. This is a podcast for creative entrepreneurs and savvy business owners like you who understand the value that great copy can bring to their bottom line. We dive into a different aspect of writing for business in each episode, debunk the myths about how we should write and explore the ways that writing can be fun, conversational and creative while also being high impact for serious results. So listen, laugh and learn with us, Ella Hoyos and Minnie McBride, as we share our words and wisdom in each snack-sized episode. Expect some light bulb moments, interesting guests and practical takeaways as we crack the copy code together. Today, we're coming at you with a quick podcast and a reminder of some copywriting hygiene for your social media accounts. This is going to be a whistle-stop reminder to refresh your social media bios. And the bio, a bio is the personal information you see at the top of the page in your profile with the picture and the blurb that introduces who you are and what you do in the world so that you can make a brilliant first impression and attract the right audience. Yeah, I think most of us are guilty of neglecting our bios. And the problem with this is if it isn't very well thought out or it's, you know, it's out of date, then... At best, it's a missed opportunity, and at worst, it just looks really unprofessional and can be a turn-off. So it is the blurb that a visitor to your profile will make a snap decision on. So will they decide to follow you or not? And so I know I'm guilty of perhaps not revisiting and refreshing my own bios often enough. And in fact, I visited my Twitter bio last week, and I had a really quite an old link on there from January. And, you know, that's not good. That's not good. Yeah, absolutely. And also, I mean, us doing this podcast today and talking about it has, has made us go into our bios, have a quick look. I realise sometimes the um, social media platform has changed the format as well. So the word count might be different. So I found that on Facebook, I had a an introduction that was cut off halfway. And when I first wrote that, it would have been the whole thing. It would have mm-hmm. been a, a coherent sentence or paragraph. Um, but now it's only half a thing. So you do need to go in and refresh them from time to time. So we've got three things we're going to talk about today, three-step process. So let's dive in. I think first, let's just refresh our knowledge. You know, what is a bio? That's a little bit of marketing jargon, but simply it's um, short for your biography. It can be business-related or personal or perhaps a bit of both, depending what you use your social media accounts for. And every social media page um, you own has one. And it, the other thing to note about it is it's the part of its information that you'll see above the fold. It's the first thing you'll see on somebody's social media account before you scroll down the page. It's also important to say what a bio is not. So it's not to be confused with a CV or resume, even on LinkedIn, which is tend to be a professional network. You know, your bio is not your CV. It's it's similar, but much more condensed and much more targeted, much shorter, more personal and often less formal. It's not your life story and it's not a memoir either. So why is it important? Well, 
of course, it sets the first impression that you're going to give to someone. It sets the tone. And your bio makes a promise of, of what the visitor to your page can expect to find. It's the silver bullet uh, that needs to be magnetic enough uh, and snappy enough for someone to make that immediate decision to follow you, contact you or know more. So it is very important. You only have three seconds to convince someone to follow you. And in reality, that's a ridiculously short amount of time to address your perfect people. So tailor it to them. Beware the famous saying, you know, if you talk to everyone, you speak to no one. Yeah, too right. So let's let's talk about the most pertinent things to include. Your profile photo. And I'm adding this because a clear, dare I say, smiling headshot is, is much more attractive. So if you're selling your services and it's about you, a great headshot is the best thing to have. Or if you are a company, then a company logo is fine. Yeah. Okay. I, I agree completely. You know, your, your face makes all the difference. And I would argue that a face is, is better than a company logo if, if it's a personal brand. Um, but make sure that your profile picture is switched on in your settings. And this doesn't apply to all accounts, I don't think, but definitely LinkedIn. If somebody is not already following you and doesn't know you, if you haven't got your profile picture switched on in your settings to visible to everyone, then it just appears as a little gray circle. So um, go into your settings, into your visibility on LinkedIn and just make sure that that, that photo is switched on. Oh, of course, who you are, your name, your title, your pronouns, making sure that your handle is appropriate as well. I'm just thinking of my eBay account. Okay, I'm Ella Bella Custard or something on, on there. But I wouldn't want to be, you know, I'd want my username might be Ella Hoyos, very sensible. But um, if the handle's not right, then, you know, you just got to think about that first impression that you're giving someone. Yeah, it doesn't matter on eBay, really. But it, yeah. it, it does it, when you're talking about a business. But you'd be amazed how many people don't put their name on their bio. I think especially on Twitter and, and Instagram. And there's nothing, there's nothing social about social media with no name on there. Absolutely, yeah. So um, other things to include, you know, what you do, your job, or if it's, and you, you know, a description of what, what that means to people in real life without the jargon. But if it's a personal profile on social, then, you know, put something about your interests in there. And also include what people must know about you. you know, have you got an elevator pitch or a one-liner that just encapsulates you know, that must know information if somebody's new to you and you can give them a snapshot. Oh, yeah, I think what's absolutely key about this bit of the bio is to say what someone will get from you, as in what you can do for them. Because I think people don't read, they don't care about you, they care about themselves. So, if, for example, we could say this podcast gives listeners the lowdown on copywriting but better still would be this podcast will help you write better copies so you can attract more clients and make more sales. And then include, you know, where to go to for more information. So you can use um, Linktree, for example, to if you have lots of links and places. I wouldn't recommend sending people to too many different locations. But if you did want to link from your social media bio to perhaps your website or in our case, maybe the podcast, uh, then put that link in there as well. Yeah, Linktree is good if you have multiple links, isn't it? There are alternatives to Linktree. 
Yeah, uh, were they? Oh, I well, I, I was having a little look at that actually. I've, I've got a list: all my links, card, link hub, link all, tap link. We'll put these in the show notes. But there are a few, and it's just a question of working out which one's best for you. But I think we would say our advice would be probably not many more than four or five links because you're just going to bamboozle people with tons of links. So again. Yeah. We would say refresh those links, make sure that those links are up to date and obviously make sure that each link works properly as well. Yeah, good point. Yeah. And then I think finally, the other thing to include in that bio is is call to action, a call to action. What do you want um, people to do next? And maybe really you just want a follow or something, but you can actually, you know, I think many on yours, don't you say something like follow for writing tips? Yeah, that's my call to action. Yeah, is that on Instagram? Which that's bio? my Instagram one, yeah. Yeah, I think that's quite neat. So let's think. Three steps, three steps to supercharging your social media bios. Well, I think the first step, of course, is to do a social media audit. Um, it doesn't have to be a 10-page report or anything like that, just a quick audit of, of what social media accounts you've got going on. I, my recommendation would be to close, close all the tabs down that you've got open. We're always multitasking. So close it all down bar your web browser and then now open just your social media pages so open it for me it will be my linkedin twitter facebook and instagram and i might just open my email and include that in there because i think email signature is another opportunity to sort of introduce yourself to people um so i'd, I'd sort of include that as part of the mix um from there um find your profile page so get onto the the bio of each of those pages and and have a look, have a read, you know, do they all look similar? Are they on brand? Are you using the same sort of clean looking imagery, the brand colors that you might use? Are they consistent? Do you have a good profile picture? Is it appropriate? You know, you don't want your holiday, your latest holiday snap as your LinkedIn profile picture, for example. And it's possible, you know, you can have different pictures and different words on each bio, depending on the platform and what you're using it for. But just consider that. And then some pages will have a masthead or a banner behind your photo. So if you're a personal brand or a business, I mean, that is a great advertising spot, isn't it? So I know LinkedIn has a banner and Facebook as well has a banner. So you can either use a photograph there, but if you have got a business, it's probably worth going on to a program like Canva or and designing um, something that's on brand. And actually, you've got a bit of space there to... Um, to include a tagline for your company, maybe your company logo on there. Just be mindful of where your profile photograph sits in relation to that banner. So that if you do put any text or on your banner or even images, that it's not going to be um, obscured when by your profile picture, if that makes sense. And just read it back to you. You know, do, does it all sound consistent? Um, is it the right tone of voice? Is it cohesive? And then, of course... Is it searchable? Do you have, are you using some keywords on there so that it could be picked up by people who are searching for a particular term? In our case, many, I suppose, you know, copywriting um, or copywriter would be a good term or even writer. Um, yeah. But we'd want to, I think, do a bit of keyword research. Um, yeah, I definitely get approached by by people for, for jobs. Who've just, who've just found you yeah. by searching, generic yeah. search. Yeah. So it's important. And there are parts of your bio, actually, that are searchable. In, in other words, search engines will pick up certain parts. I think 
we should allude to this. We should do a bit of this in the show notes and just make that clear what, what those parts are. Okay, step two, screen grab. Screen grab what you've got now. Just take a shot of the bios that you've got now, copy and paste it into a reference doc- document, date stamp it. I mean, this isn't, you know, this isn't essential. You don't have to go this extra step, but I think it's useful because for me, I like to do it because it tracks my journey, my business journey, my personal journey, you know, my evolution on online because uh, it changes, it evolves. And also then if you did want to go back, if you did kind of think, actually, I preferred it the way it was before, you've got that reference. You haven't completely overwritten it. What do you think? Definitely. Yeah, I think it's really useful for testing. So you can look at Instagram, for example, at your insights and you can actually on on that platform in particular, you can see how many people viewed your profile. So you can look the last week or the last month and you can see how many followers you attracted. So that actually gives you a conversion rate of visitors to your profile to follower and there are obviously other reasons why people might not fo- might follow you. you. Might you know you're putting great content out, then that's obviously going to be a factor. But I do think by tweaking your bio so it's optimized for conversion could result in a high conversion rate, and so it's good to test that and take yeah. the results. So step three: rewrite and edit. So you've got your master document. Um, I find it always helps. It's helpful for me to have map out my brand story. I've got a Google Doc with my brand story and some taglines in there and my kind of like my elevator pitch really you know my bio in a master document and then from there I will cherry pick bits um, for my different social media bios so that makes it a doddle for me to update my bio great idea yeah repurposing (laughs) yeah absolutely repurposing one piece of content so let's talk about tips on how to write a brilliant bio First up, a great headline, of course. You know, what can you say in one sentence that's really going to get your message across? I think we've got some real life examples, haven't we? We had a look online to see. It was kind of more difficult to find a good one, actually, than we thought it would be. Yeah, so we've got a collection of good and bad examples. And actually, we can link to them in the show notes um, because I think sometimes it helps to to see visually, you know, what we're talking about. Um, But on LinkedIn, we found HubSpot. Yeah, I love that one. That was our favorite, wasn't it? This is a good one. So HubSpot, um, sort of SaaS company, you know, a software as a service. Um, they're a, a customer relationship management uh, company. And their headline is helping you win the wild west of business. It's engaging. I like it because it paints a word picture, the wild west of business. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it does. And it also, they... I mean, they do use two emojis. They've got a little cowboy emoji. <laughs> they've got, which I actually had to, I couldn't see what it was. So I think it's my eyesight, but they've got a kind <laughs> of <laughs> the little cactus. And, but I think it's, so it's friendly and we like that because it's, it's engaging and it's, it's, well, it's quite human, isn't it? It's not yes. something too stuffy. Yes. Exactly, especially for a tech company um, to have, be, make it a bit fun is is good. And also on their LinkedIn banner, um, obviously they've got their logo as a sort of profile image, but on their banner, um, they use a value proposition as well. So it says an easy to use CRM. Who knew that would be revolutionary? Well, I like that as a value proposition. You know, they say, what they're saying is it's revolu- they've revolutionized customer relationship management by making it easy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, I think so. That was that was that was one of the favorite ones we found. 
And then we decided, because we couldn't find that many, we'd look at supermarkets, didn't we? Mm. And they were so interesting. So we looked at, well, we we didn't spend too long doing it, but we've got Waitrose, Sainsbury's, Morrison's and Tesco. And we were looking and Aldi. at... Oh, yeah. And we looked at Aldi as well. And we, but we were looking at, interestingly, their, their bios were different, slightly different on LinkedIn and on Instagram. And I mean, we're not going to go into it in great detail, but I think the difference was, so for example, Morrison's on, on LinkedIn, it's obviously all about recruitment for them, but they say, whatever your skills and experience We'd love you to join us and play a part in our growing success story. Well, that's fine. It's okay, but it's it's not that exciting, is it? Whereas, whereas Sainsbury's, mm-hmm. which is obviously using it for recruitment as well, has put lend a hand, lead an industry, break the mold, become the best that you can be in a role you enjoy. Well, yeah. based on those, which one are you going to want to apply for? Well, Sainsbury's obviously sounds <laughs> yeah. way yeah. more dynamic. And yeah. Um, yeah, and like they're actually doing something. They've got something about them. They've also, Sainsbury's got a really nice banner headline, which is not their logo. Um, it's a picture of some faces. It's employees and um, it looks really good. Uh, so we like Sainsbury's. Whereas Aldi, on the other hand, they also have used in their banner image um, in their bio on LinkedIn. They've got people as well, friendly faces in different uniforms. That's fine. But they've really omitted, they haven't got any sort of headline apart from the Aldi logo. There's no headline. There's nothing to suggest who they are. I think they're just leaning on their, hoping that people are brand aware enough to recognize the logo and think, oh yeah, that's a supermarket. But they've, they've lost an opportunity there to say a little bit something about themselves in that one line. Of course, on the um, LinkedIn pages, you then, below the initial um bit you've got their about section and they go into more detail on who they are um, it's quite boring i mean it could be any company. <laughs> no i yeah. mean it could be any company you know we're one of the most reputable retailers blah 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 i mean it's it's okay but it doesn't make them any more exciting than any of the others really yeah um, so you you know you can see the ones that have been had a, um, a copywriter look at them. You can see the difference. You can taste the difference in these supermarket buyers. Um, Waitrose is not too bad. Um, they have a really nice banner driven by purpose. I think sustainability is a big thing that comes across with the Waitrose and Partners Group. Um, they say in their headline, working in partnership for a happier world, followers for company news and careers, find your happier hashtag driven by purpose. It's, it's better. It's better than, um, than some of the other ones. And Tesco's as well completely omits any sort of headline or one-liner. It just relies on the logo and the strength of its brand name. Um, and then it goes straight into the about section. Yeah, one of the world's largest retailers. <laughs> yeah. It's the way you say it, Minnie, as well. Sorry. <laughs> I know. But, yeah. But, and also their Twitter is is quite interesting as well. I mean, we, we can't go on for too long because we could actually go down a major rabbit hole here. And, no, it's quite good, though, bringing it to life. I think you should, yeah. But, I yeah, I mean, Twitter. yeah, I think, I mean, the Morrison's Twitter, making good things happen in 240 characters. But, I mean, it. what? what? Could, is that what it said? That's what it says on their yeah, that's on their it's Twitter. Making good things happen in 240 characters. I mean, is that about a supermarket or is that about? Uh, well, it could be it's... anything, couldn't it? From a retailer yeah. to a porn star to whoever that head. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, 
Um, yeah, so, okay, we agree. Twitter is thumbs down. Perhaps say it's time for a new social yes, media. Yes, maybe we should have a chat with Morrison's. If anyone's listening from Morrison's, they really need to up their game on their bios, I yeah, think. Yeah, absolutely. Let's pitch them. Um, Tesco's, welcome to the official Tesco Twitter. Hmm, slightly boring, but anyway. Got a query. Okay, so this they're, they're promoting theirs as a customer service thing um, on Twitter. Go to Twitter if you want to speak to Tesco customer service. Go to LinkedIn if you want to speak to, if you want to get a job at Tesco. I think that's kind of. Yeah, I mean, they're, not, I mean, they're not horrendous. They're just, I think, I think it's quite interesting to have a look, to see what, your own research, to see what appeals to you. And if you're looking not necessarily at the competition, but just comparable marketplaces and just see what other people are doing. Because I think once you do go down this rabbit hole, it is actually quite fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, just a quick one, though, just to show that Sainsbury's is actually winning the game on social media, um, particularly in the bio sphere. Um, Sainsbury's um, Twitter bio. Welcome to the official Sainsbury's Twitter page. We're here daily to help everyone to eat better. Eat better one tweet at a time and to answer any of your questions. It's great. It's it's friendly and, you know, at the end of the day, they want their customers, they do want their customers to contact them, clearly. Yeah. So if you're stuck um, writing your bio. So stuck writing your bio, we would say go easy. Yes, go easy on the emojis. We did talk about that earlier, didn't we? So keywords, searchable text. Um, and I think, yeah, I think, um, uh, you know think about who who you're targeting why how and what you know if you can get those points across in your bio answer those questions for your visitors definitely mm -hmm. write to one person like we said before don't try and target everyone hey guys <laughs> it's like think about that one person that you really want to speak to have them in mind when you're writing it tips on editing um really we want to extract you know it's how do you extract the juice from your life's work in 200 characters or less yeah no mean feet that <laughs> no and actually i think it's worth mentioning um the the bios vary in length but depending which um social media site you use i think facebook was like 100 characters instagram is about 150 characters linkedin about 120 characters this is for your sort of headline it's not money is it it's not many no so you do have to be succinct and um, you get a few extra characters for your username i think on linkedin you get 30 characters for your username and, and maybe if there's a summary below that you may get a few extra characters but um it's worth knowing you just have to be aware that it's it's short so you've got to be you know you've got to be concise um it's worth asking so what you know read it back to yourself so you know so what read somebody else's bio read the headline like just like we've done with the supermarkets you know do you care <laughs> do you care is it is it engaging enough to care don't forget to proofread that's really obvious one but just check it for typos um i always spot my typos just the moment after i've hit publish <laughs> um, <Me too. laughs> yeah but that's fine you can just go back in and edit it um not if you send the email. That's what's the first. Yeah, that's the thing. Send your email to a friend first. Yeah. Yeah. Minnie and I ping each other um, stuff and it helps to have a fresh pair of eyes sometimes. And of course, test any links work. Um, just actually click on the link and make sure it takes you to the page you intended. So conclusion, final tips. Mm -hmm. We'll be brief on these. We say be consistent. 
consider all your social media accounts. So they may be categorized into distinct groups. So you might have uh, a business account. So for example, I have uh, mini underscore underscore rights and Ella has her flurry marketing. But we also, uh, both of us do have a personal pleasure accounts, I guess, which is in our own name. So you have you have a one or two, don't you? And, and yeah, like Ella Hoyos. yeah, just for family and friends um, and for those personal updates. Yeah. Um, so I just use my own name for that. Yeah. And obviously, you you know, if it's just for family and friends, you probably don't need to say very much in your bio. You're not trying to attract anyone necessarily. But if you are perhaps using it as a side hustle and you are selling things on the side, it might be an idea to think about your bio a bit more carefully. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Above all, you know, ensure that it reflects your your values and um, and your brand, be that a personal brand or a business brand. Great. So we do have a downloadable checklist. So if you've listened today and you just want something to file so that you can remember later, then do download it. And what did you think of this episode? Yeah, are you inspired to do a quick audit and a social media cleanup? Well, definitely get the um, get the lead magnet, get the bio um, checklist, and then you've got a, you can just work through that as you you do this task. I really think this is a tea break task, honestly. You know, it's the sort of thing that you do when you're waiting for the kettle to boil. Go into one of your social media accounts, armed with that lovely checklist, and just work through it um, and just have a think. It shouldn't have to take too long. If you want to do all your social media accounts in one go, then you're going to need to set aside a little bit more time. But um, just keep them up to date. Keep checking in. If you've enjoyed this episode, please rate it in your podcast player. And best is still, leave us a review uh, so that we can reach out to more small business owners who are looking to become better writers. Um, Or start the conversation with us by sending us an email. Hello at crackingcopy.co.uk. We'd love to hear from you. You have been listening to the Cracking Copy podcast with Ella Hoyos and Minnie McBride. Don't miss out on future episodes by making sure you hit subscribe down below to keep up with all our podcasts. And more details and resources are in our show notes. So we'll see you next time.